Hello everybody, my name is Michael and welcome back to Last the First. Wow, what a race the Dutch Grand Prix was. That was probably the best one of the year I would have to say so far. Super interesting, just pure chaos. Um, definitely great to have Formula One back after uh, a long summer break and to get a good race like that. It was definitely well worth the wait. Um, so that was awesome. <laughs> I still can't get over it. But uh, yeah, let's go into um, the race, give you some of my reactions and kind of uh, recap the race. Uh, also be on the lookout for another podcast about uh, reacting to my predictions because if you saw my previous uh, video about the predictions, then you know that I was vastly wrong. <laughs> so let's go over the finishing order first. Of course, uh, P1 Verstappen still managed to win throughout uh, all the hecticness. Uh, definitely an incredible drive by him. Followed by Alonso in P2, Gasly P3, Perez P4, Sainz uh, P5, Hamilton P6, Norris, Elbon, Piastri, Ocon, Stroll, Hulkenberg, uh, Lawson, great drive from him, uh, po uh, Botas, Sonoda, Magnussen, and then four DNFs with Russell, Joe Guan Yu, Leclerc, and Logan Sargent. So yeah, let's just start with the beginning of the race. I mean, that was just pure chaos. Like they were talking about the rain was going to be coming and I feel like I just refuse to believe it sometimes because they always uh, talk about the radar bringing the rain um, and it just doesn't always show up. But literally by the end of lap one, it was completely downpouring and it was chaos. Um, I thought it was very clear uh, that everybody should have pitted for enters. Uh, it looked very wet out there. Um, I don't know why some teams, uh, aka Mercedes and McLaren, the big ones, uh, did not pit. I know the pit lane was definitely hectic and crazy, but I mean, you saw the amount of time that they lost by being on the slicks in truly wet conditions. Uh, so that was that was quite the debauchery by uh, Mercedes and McLaren. They really uh, messed up their races from then on. And I think they both had really good pace, especially Mercedes. If they wouldn't have botched that, then I think the race would have looked a lot different. I don't think Alonso would have got that podium. Uh, definitely looked good and looked like Aston might be back on form, but I think it might have been more of a Mercedes and McLaren uh, mess up than Aston doing really well. So, you know, even though McLaren and Mercedes did have a decent recovery, drive I think just that beginning was really unacceptable they really made some big errors and uh, they paid for it by the uh, end of the race there um, and not only just like not initially petting if they would have came in like one lap later I think you know they wouldn't have lost nearly as much time but they just left Russell and Hamilton out there for so long um, and by the time they did bring them in it would just it didn't even make any sense. It was just so late at that point. Um, so their races was kind of ruined. And then, you know, once McLaren and Mercedes and they did pit, um, it started to dry up. And then eventually Piastri got really unlucky with uh, pitting right before a safety car. So, you know, he had some poor luck in Silverstone and some poor luck again today. I think he would have uh, had a much better result had that not happened. Moving forward, um, another big talking point was the Ferrari pit stop disaster. And this has been a, a little frustrating online because not everybody uh, seemingly has the 
full amount of information. I love some good Ferrari slander myself. Uh, it's definitely <laughs> definitely something I enjoy doing. But uh, you know, at first I definitely thought like, oh my goodness, they forgot the tires. Like, what are they doing? Classic Ferrari. Um, but then when you look into it, Leclerc made the call literally like as he was coming into the pits um, that he was going to be pitting. So really you can't blame Ferrari or the mechanics for that. That's really on Leclerc. He had quite the disastrous weekend. He should have been my disaster class of the weekend between crashing and qualifying and then that poor race, uh, that poor decision there, uh, making the call so late and then he didn't even finish with floor damage anyway. So um, for once, that really wasn't Ferrari's fault. That was on Leclerc. Um, so will they bounce back in Monza? I don't think so, <laughs> but hopefully they'll have a better race for their sake. Now, Perez, a big talking point there as well. I think uh, it's getting a little little tiring with with his performances. You know, he got P4. Some might say it wasn't that bad of a drive, but I think this was one of the worst, especially with Helmut Marco's comments and stuff as per usual. I mean, that guy is always saying some, some wild stuff, but Perez is under a lot of pressure. And the reason I think it was such a terrible race from Perez is that you know, it was a great call to go on enters right away. He made up so much time, um, was about 12 seconds ahead of Verstappen. And within four laps, Verstappen caught up 10 seconds. Now, no doubt Verstappen is incredible. And those were some amazing laps and it's super impressive. But Perez lost 4.2 seconds on one of the laps amongst the other other many seconds that he lost during during that time. I don't know how in the same car the same conditions that you could be that much slower compared to your teammate it's pretty brutal the i think the only reason he's still in that seat is because there's not really a better replacement but i think i would rather see even liam lawson or daniel ricardo in there i'm not sure that either of those are going to happen but i think perez is not not performing good enough even though i totally understand that verstappen's at an incredibly high level right now i think perez is just not doing good enough now between his own just slow pace. Red Bull also had some of its first blunders of the year, which I was surprised. They had a really slow pit stop for Perez, so that certainly didn't help him, uh, but that took took forever. I was really surprised to see that. And then they also called him in um, to do a pit stop when Joe Guan Yu crashed into the wall. And it was clear as day that, that was going to be a red flag. I'm not sure why they did that at the, like, at the minimum a safety car, but it was always going to be a red flag with how rainy it was and the crash. Um, I mean, like some gravel, some feathers go on the track and they throw out red flags these days. So that was always going to be a red flag. Um, but Red Bull made the wrong call there um, and it kind of messed up Perez a bit. Um, but still, his pace wasn't certainly wasn't good enough um, to be beating Verstappen by any means. Oh, and I almost forgot that Perez sped in the pit lane as well. So he certainly didn't help his cases there either. <laughs> so rough one, rough one for, uh, for Perez there. Now, Yuki Sonoda, both the AlphaTauri uh, drivers will get onto. He was having a really great race, Sonoda was. Um, was showing some good pace and holding off some really fast cars behind him like Elbon. And... Yeah, he, he had a really good race. It was looking like he was going to be on for some points, but I think Alvatari really threw away the points with uh, keeping him out so long on the softs. I mean, he should have just followed what the other cars were doing around him, and he just got gobbled up, and then he made an error by running into the side of Russell and broke off some of his uh, his wing, so I don't think that helped uh, helped his case at all um, by any means, but definitely still a good drive and um, probably 
you know, a good drive that he needed with all this nonsense going around with Ricardo, Lawson, Perez. Um, definitely, he definitely needed that one. Now, on the other side of the garage for AlphaTauri, Liam Lawson. I mean, what more could you ask for from, you know, a rookie under those conditions? He had one practice session um, that I believe was wet, if I'm not mistaken, um, and then right into quali that was wet, drying conditions, wet, wet to dry conditions, and then a race that was also chaos. I mean, really impressive finish ahead of Yuki Tsunoda, keep it on the track, um, didn't make any stupid errors or crash or anything, uh, just kind of kept his nose clear and managed to get a good result. So that was really uh, a nice, quiet quietly impressive debut for Lawson, which was really, really cool to see. Now, Elbon, uh, I want to give a special shout out to him as well. He had a really incredible race. I certainly was not expecting the Williams to be so good uh, around this track, uh, but he was looking mighty quick. Uh, really incredible job from him to get some more points on the board for Williams. And he's really looking like a new uh, new driver in the Williams now. I mean, he's looking really awesome. Um, wouldn't be surprised if he gets scooped up by a big team at some point. I'm not sure where he'll go, or maybe he will decide not to if Williams keeps going on the trend that they're going. Uh, but it's tough. I, even though Williams is on a good trajectory, I'm not sure that they're going to be challenging for race wins or anything like that in the in the near future so we'll see but uh he was performing super well um getting the most out of that williams uh maybe can't say the same for the other side of the garage but definitely a great job to Albon. speaking of the other side of the garage logan Sargent, man what a disaster um I think he's definitely going to be losing his race seat um i mean at this point i think he kind of has to even though he was showing some good pace over the course of the weekend for him to crash out and qualifying um definitely not not good i know it was tough 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 conditions um but with the amount of pressure that he's under right now um that just can't be happening and the race as well um he crashed again and I guess it was down to some type of hydraulic problem, um, so can't blame him too, too much, um, but that definitely doesn't look good having two crashes like that over the course of the weekend. So we'll see. Um, you know, maybe since that uh, crash in the race wasn't his fault, you know, maybe he'll keep a seat if he can keep doing well for the rest of the year, but uh, we'll see. I, I don't feel too good about him keeping his seat. We'll see what happens there. All right, so that was my reaction to the Dutch Grand Prix. What an awesome race it was. Um, be on the lookout for my reactions to my pre-race predictions because I was quite wrong with those. Um, but yeah, we move on to Monza and uh, looking forward to it. You know, I think we know a certain team is going to do pretty well um, given the straight line speed. But who knows, maybe they'll ban DRS and it won't do anything at all actually in qualifying. It'll still be the same. So I was editing the podcast and I realized I completely forgot to talk about Gasly and Alonso on the podium. Um, I was so focused on ranting about uh, all the TV direction and all the craziness that happened that I completely forgot about the podium. And my goodness, who would have expected that? I mean, Alonso obviously has had a lot of podiums this year, um, but Aston has kind of been on a downward trend as of late. So 
um, to see him back up there was really nice. But um, yeah, Aston looked really good. Uh, seemed like their upgrades seemed to have done a good job. I guess they got a new floor in um, for this weekend. So those uh, that floor definitely seemed to put them back in the right direction. However, I think they were a little bit flattered by McLaren and Mercedes not being up there. Um, so we'll see after a couple more races um, where they're going to wind back up, if they'll be um, right back up in second there or challenging for second fastest car, or if they'll be a bit behind the McLaren and Mercedes. And then Gasly, I mean, who would have thought that? That seemed to come out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> Alpine has just been doing Alpine things all year. So for them to get uh, a pretty legit podium today, that was that was pretty impressive. Gasly had really good pace and uh, really just came out of nowhere with that. I couldn't believe that, um, but he must have been super thrilled about that, and that was quite the shock. But uh, yeah, sorry, I completely forgot about that yesterday. There was so much uh, craziness going on. So thank you guys, and see you in the next one.